Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. I am... Jason. Who are you? I didn't catch that. What was that? I am... Jason. <laughs> Dramatic pause. <laughs> Dramatic pause. What, what's there. the name of that uh, uh, that announcer that does the soccer where he's all, Goal! Goal! I don't yeah. know his name. I don't you're doing it. I think his name is Insane. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, no, you reminded me of him right there. I was like, oh, waiting for it. Wait oh, for thanks. it. Wait for it. Wait for it. I don't know why. Just create hey. a spark, a creative juice that started flowing. There you there. go. Sorry yeah. Just enjoy, man. Yeah, you're enjoying it. That's, that's what I'm it's all trying. about. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, hey, you guys, we are glad you're here. Absolutely. Uh, please, yes. yes. And please check us out on our social media. We're on uh, X at PTI underscore podcast. And always on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. And we do appreciate it. Uh, Absolutely. We will, uh, you know, if you guys leave us some uh, quotes or some things on there, we may actually uh, talk about them on the yes, show. Yes. Please interact with us. Leave some comments. And if there's something that you guys want us to talk about that we haven't even discussed on this mm. show, please feel free to leave something there in the comment thread in Facebook. And also feel free to leave something in the comment thread in X. And we will gladly consider it. And yeah, uh, if there's a movie, or uh, yeah. maybe there's a movie or something you guys uh, we haven't thought about, and you guys movie, want us to check out and movie, review. TV show, uh, your favorite streaming series on Netflix, or anything else, or even if there's something out of the box, if you guys want to mm. review us to review a game show, if you want us to review a documentary. Uh, I like documentaries. So if you want us to review documentaries, hey, anything, anything goes. There's no no holds barred on this show, folks. Yeah, no holds barred. The only topic that is uh, restricted to be discussed on this show is any game shows related to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> All right, we are not talking any more hey, Chuck you E. Know Cheese. You know, we're, we're reviewing that uh, <laughs> show when it comes out. That that adult game show, Chuck E. Cheese adult game show. I may let Was you, that on Netflix? Is that going to be on Netflix? I don't know, and I don't care. But I may let you just <laughs> no, go I'm solo gonna make on that. You, one. No, I'm going to make you I'm, sit there and watch it with me. You know what we should do? We should take our show on site to Chuck E. Cheese oh, to review it. Oh, yeah. We could go to our local Chuck E. Cheese. I would, I would be willing to suck up my pride and go to a local <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese just to review the stinking game show there, all right? How many tickets? How many tickets is that bouncy ball, right? And how much worse can the pizza be? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Popping I don't tell slide off it. the crust yeah. and all you eat is we, just marinara we sauce. We love you, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. yeah. We love you. Hey, um... Yeah. Another topic that uh, I don't know if she wants us to talk about it because everybody else is talking about her. Oh, she wants us to talk about it. Is that what it is? Alyssa Milano, if if it's in the news and it made the news, trust me, she's smiling uh, right now. Is she's this, smiling. Is this any any uh, any press is good press or any uh, any press is good press? You know the old saying in mass media goes, Eric. If it bleeds, it leads. Oh, is now, she bleeding? Well, this isn't exactly a bleeder, but this is definitely something that that's clickbait worthy. Let's just say that. All right. So so if you guys haven't heard, tell us, fill us in, Jason. What Happened. Yeah, okay, so here's what happened. All right, so a story recently broke uh, towards the end of this week, I think it was yesterday, where Alyssa Milano apparently uh, has become emboldened enough to start a GoFundMe account on her Facebook page uh, for her son's travel baseball team. Oh, well, I don't see anything wrong there. That sounds. Oh, Lord, no, what could be wrong? The problem with. That? Okay, so here's why she started the GoFundMe uh, account. Okay. So apparently she wants to take her son's travel team to Cooperstown, New York, which is the home right. of the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, which sounds is sounds nice. Yeah, on my bucket list, I want to go there as well. Here's the problem with that. Alyssa Milano's net worth, according to several articles I have sourced on this, is $10 million. Okay. 
She is also married to the head of Creative Arts Agency, yeah. which is a multi-million dollar um, talent agency that represents not only actors and singers, but athletes as well, pro athletes and uh, college athletes. All right. Why is a woman whose net worth of over $10 million going on Facebook and starting a GoFundMe account for her son's travel baseball team to raise funds. Now, how much well, how much does she need? Does she need over ten million dollars? She doesn't say. She doesn't say if she needs ninety nine cents, ninety nine dollars, well, or ninety nine hundred dollars. Well, let's check it out here. I think it I think it does say, doesn't it? Does it say? Yeah. I think it says that okay. her her uh where does it say here? Oh, uh her GoFundMe page is yeah. trying to raise. I know I saw it. I thought it was ten thousand dollars. Why are they okay? Why do you need to raise ten thousand dollars for a trip like that? I I don't know. Well, I I don't know how many kids are on it. Maybe it's a thousand dollars per let's kid. See. Let's count them here, Eric. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, twelve players. Okay, which normally occupies. Does that include the coaches? You the big okay. guy's the coach on the thirteen, end, fourteen. Then so you got two coaches there. <laughs> Sorry, I I stand corrected. Okay, so she wants ten thousand dollars. Now here here's the deal, right? So everybody's up in arms because she wants ten thousand dollars, and you this got, is this is asinine. And you got people that are calling her out. It's a uh, rightfully uh, so. What, yeah, is this one guy Ryan on the X here? says, when did yes. uh, hashtag GoFundMe become a way for a millionaire celebrities to fund their kids' baseball trips? I love the picture of that girl there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have a great meme on that one. But yes. yeah, it's it's like, yeah, they're raising for this Cooperstown trip, um, any amount, and then you're wondering, why is she asking for this? And I can't verify it. I thought at one yeah. point it said that she... Uh, she chipped in like uh, uh, fifty bucks or five bucks or some wow. some stupid amount. Very altruistic of her. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I I do think it's it's pretty bold to to do this. Here's what I would do. I if, think it's very she, disingenuous. They, her and her husband sound like they have a lot of connections. Why don't Obviously. they just why instead of asking for GoFundMe for the public, yes. why don't they just ask their friends and say, hey, you know what? Even mm-hmm. if they don't want to pay for it, you know, hey, yeah. we'll chip in, you know, five hundred, maybe a thousand yeah. bucks. And then uh, you yeah. guys can, uh, if you guys can come up yeah. with a thousand bucks each, and you know, hey, you know, 10, exactly. 20 friends, they exactly. got it all paid for. Yeah, and look, you know, don't get me wrong, people. Okay, I'm all for GoFundMe accounts, but if they're for the right people, okay, I don't mind GoFundMe accounts for like my my, my next door neighbor's kids who are trying to sell candy to raise funds for school activities. And even like, you know, Eric, if your daughter was to start a GoFundMe account for school activities, I would be more than happy to donate to that. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy to do it for the Tom, Dick, and Harrys of the world who actually go out there and bust their butts and work an actual job, forty hours a week, paying higher in taxes than what this woman has ever had to pay in her entire life for taxes. All right, when you're worth ten million dollars and you can easily fund a trip for those kids by yourself and mm. with your husband, this comes off as being very disingenuous, Eric. And quite frankly, it comes off to me as being very, very selfish. To be honest with you. Because you can't tell me that she doesn't have a piggy bank lying around her multi-million dollar mansion there in El- in Coronado or wherever she lives with a few extra bucks to spare to on to raise funds for her kids' trip on their own. And yeah. look, again, I'm not blasting these kids, folks. I'm not blasting sure, the kids not the on kids this baseball fault. team. I'm blasting this disingenuous prick of a mother named Alyssa Milano who thinks that uh, just because she's Alyssa Milano and because she's this outspoken political activist that she can just go out and have people kowtow to her and at every single request. This is ridiculous, Eric. Give yeah. me a break. This is Alyssa Milano. We're talking. We're not talking about my next-door neighbor, Nathan, here. Well, here's here's the other thing, though, too. I'm looking here. It says Alyssa Milano. Now, she reposted this from X, but it says yes. the GoFundMe is under a name of Alyssa 
Bugliari. Bugliari. So right was there, it? she's already falsifying the whole damn thing. Wait, do you know that was actually her? Is that her husband's name? Is that his last name? Well, her she, her husband's name is David Bugliari. He is the head okay. of, of oh, okay. Creative okay. Arts okay. Agency. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So that's her marriage. If you said name. that earlier, I missed that I'm about sorry. her husband. No, no, no. I'm just saying I'm, yeah. I missed that. So no. So yeah. So that is her name. So this is from her. I thought. Well, from yes. there, I thought. Well, maybe it's another mm-hmm. Alyssa that's posting it. And she's just reposting. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So she, she doesn't use her husband's married name in her what what's left of her pathetic uh, entertainment <laughs> career. She still goes by Alyssa okay. Milano. All right. Let me ask you this, Jason. Yes. yes. Uh, now, by your reaction to this, can I actually safely assume that you're not going to contribute to Alyssa Milano's GoFundMe page? She's not getting one bloody red cent from me. If these if these kids actually look, I, here here is the deal. I feel bad for these kids because, yes. in all honesty, I feel bad for the kids too. They're the it, victims it, it, in this. It, they are the victims, and and yeah. they're victims because. I do understand, you know, she can ask for money. I don't really care what she does, to be honest. But sure. I think what it is, what what, what sparks all the uh, outrage is what, just what you're talking about. You know, I think people are tired of, especially celebrities that have the money coming mm-hmm. to the public and saying, you know, give us more, please. Give and us pandering more. pandering for money. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what people are tired of. And, this, and, and, and she's just kind of catching she's in that wave now, you know, because she yeah. did this. <clears throat> But like I said, I mean, she kind of brought this on herself, too, because you have to think about it for your kid. Why would you, you know, why would you not think, or maybe they're just that much disconnected, but, you know, have a little bit of common sense. Why would you not think that maybe there might be a a backlash and that, Mm -hmm. you know, my son is actually going to be swept up in this wave of backlash and maybe I shouldn't do this because of that. I mean, that's the way that I would think about it. I mean, I don't care what she does, but at the same time, you know, if you're if you're going to react, I mean, especially when this country's going through a recession right now, interest rates are the highest they've ever people been. People are paying mm-hmm. double for their eggs and milk right now, right. and then you know you have a celebrity mm-hmm. come out and begging you for money. That's not yeah. going to fly with people, and that's why nope. they're upset. Yeah. So it's, it's really too bad because, like I said, the the, the kids are the ones that are going to get you know that are getting the bad. Uh, yeah. press for this i mean it's not their fault and i feel bad no. that they're they're kind of caught up in this so do i yeah um at the same time i don't blame the outrage for people you know from people i mean uh, yeah. because of this so yeah I, I yeah i totally agree with you i think this comes off again as being extremely disingenuous this comes off as being extremely selfish and it also comes off as again like what you said she's using these kids in the wrong manner here uh, especially when we know and she knows that she could easily pony up the money for this entire trip for these kids by herself and from her husband's assistance too. Because again, he is the head of the Creative Arts Agency, which is the biggest um, the biggest agency in the world that represents actors, athletes, singers, mm. everyone that's in the entertainment industry. So yeah, I, I just... Uh, you know, and it's interesting. And, and for them, it would just be, and, and uh, you know, I, I can't say, I don't live that life, and I don't know what they do with their money, but yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, you would think that people that have that kind of money, it would just be a write-off if they if they yeah. donated this whole trip yeah. for these kids to go to Cooperstown, they could just yeah. write it off anyway, right? So it'd be a yes. business expense or something. Now, but. to be fair to Alyssa here, okay, you know I don't like her very much. No. To be fair to her, I know, really? right? What gave you that thought? <laughs> she did come out on Friday, which is today at the timing of this uh, recording here. And she said, and I quote, I paid for uniforms for, oh, and I'm pulling this from foxnews.com. Regardless of how you guys feel about Fox News, that's where I pulled this from. Okay. She says, and I quote, I've paid for uniforms for the entire team and coaches, thrown B-Day parties and sponsor any kid who can't afford monthly dues, she wrote on Friday. 
She goes on to say, quote, the kids also do fundraising themselves, car washes, movie nights, and many other fun things. Okay. Thank you to all who have contributed to the GoFundMe. You've made things easier for these boys and their families, end quote. Okay. All right. So I want to stop right there. You know, I'm very, I'm a very opinionated jerk sometimes, but I also have the ability to think objectively. I consider myself an objective thinker, not a subjective thinker, like I just spoke a few minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's kind of backtrack here a little bit. If what she said here in this quote is true, okay, is she then doing this to help the other boys on this team's families? Because maybe mm. their families can't afford as much. And so maybe this is her way of saying to their families, look, I want to help you. This is how I can do it. All right. I'm trying to look at it through that lens because I'm also putting myself in a position where, okay, uh, even though I'm not a celebrity, God, thank, thank God I'm not. Uh, if Not if, yet. Not, I'll never be a celebrity. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, our, our numbers are going up pretty high. Oh, good. That's good. Maybe I better take back what I said. <laughs> but Someday you may be asking GoFundMe and people are like, why is Jason asking GoFundMe right? exactly. for his daughter's uh, right? sporting stuff when he can afford it? We know he can't afford it. So given what she just He's said about this. podcaster. Right. I'm willing to give her. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, sure. I'm willing to give her the benefit <laughs> of the doubt to an extent here. Okay. But still, when she says I paid for uniforms for the entire team, thrown B-Day part. Okay, great. So what? When you're throwing B-Day parties, are you charging for the birthday parties? Well, well, and that's how you're raising funds? But see, that that kind of, I know, but that kind of, now that she's saying, yeah, but I did this, it's kind of like, okay, but now now you're trying to defend yourself. So now you're backtracking what you just well, said. Well, no, now you're you're trying to defend yourself, which actually kind of makes you look even a little more guilty, to be honest. Right, I mean, exactly. Okay, listen, you did all that stuff. That's great. That's wonderful. And, Yay. you know, I, I think people are, and I understand, here's the other thing, too. And, yeah. and you know, you don't just want to hand everything to kids. So maybe, you know, <laughs> They want to teach the kids. They have to, but let them let them earn that money. Then don't just have a GoFundMe. Do more of the car washes. Trying to think of maybe a raffle or something that the kids can sell yeah. tickets and be involved in, and actually, you know, themselves work for that trip. Yeah. And that's fine too. Yeah, sell sell lemonade from a stand on a street. Sell magazine subscriptions. Uh, sell you know chocolate candy bars door to door. You know, do something yeah. like that. But, you know, don't don't come off pandering to the public that you look down. Actually, the only time she even bothers to look at the general public is when she looks down to see what it is she's stepping on. All right. Because she's pretty with her political beliefs and her comments over the past several years. She has defamed. uh, She has insulted. She has ridiculed and she has otherwise incensed every type of. A uh, person out there, from religion to political belief to everything else. That, that's another good point. You know? you know, she's been very outspoken on a lot of she issues. Has. She has, and you know, there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. remember those things, and yep. so you come out, and sure, they're going to be really quick to uh, to pounce. Yeah, uh, when you I don't do blame something them. like this, I yeah. don't blame them. If she, uh, not that she insulted me, she never did. But I mean, if she insulted me, I would tell her to stick it up where the sun don't shine either. I say yeah. you make ten million dollars. You take your own money out of your bank account and fund your own kids' trip. Yeah, and I mean, and you know? I the way I feel about it, I don't feel she has to do that just because she has the money. But like I said, she could have went about it in different ways and 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 not necessarily brought this out on a yeah. GoFundMe. Yeah. Um. And and it's good that she's helping out. You that, know? And that's yeah, you're right. That is that's good. And her son is on this team, so you know she obviously wants to set a good example for her son too. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I don't know if this set is if this is setting the right example or the wrong. That's up for debate. I, I think, and I who knows, and you know what it is too is it's always just those people. Though. She probably never intended for this to be seen in necessarily public. She probably thought just that people that she knew, she would tell them she had a GoFundMe, yeah, and then they, and then you know, you know how it goes, and then somebody leaked it, and then now you know it just it spread like wildfire, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, she, 
I don't. It, she could do whatever she wants with the GoFundMe. I don't care what she even does with her money. Um, but it doesn't surprise me because of all those reasons I stated earlier that it sparks this outrage. So, right. And I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, I ruined uh, uh, with the story that we had to ruin your uh, your night, maybe your week here, Jason. You didn't uh, ruin my week or my oh, okay. night. I'm, I'm still in a very good mood. I'm still in a very. I'm good teasing mood. you, man. I'm yeah. teasing. I didn't it's realize okay. you had such ire for uh, is ire the correct word for uh, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, here. you know, Eric, I, I do because here's the reason why I don't like Melissa Alyssa Milano. I have no problem with her speaking about her political beliefs. What I have a problem with is with her telling other people they are bad for mm, their political beliefs. Okay. I have a problem with her telling Republicans, you guys suck because you think conservatively. And I have a problem with yeah. her telling fellow Democrats, because she is a staunch hard liberal. Mm. I have a problem with her. T- I think she's liberal. I have a problem with her telling other people, you are you are a bad person because you think like a Democrat. That's what I hate about her, Eric. She judges other people and castigates them for their beliefs, but yet when she gets out there, rolls up the soapbox, stands on the dais and speaks her big fat mouth and says what it is, she expects everyone to just accept it. That's what I hate about her. Okay, so I don't hate her as a person per se. I hate her for her ability to make other people feel bad for their beliefs and their thoughts. That's right. This show's all about love, folks. We, we it love, is. We, love we, we are a bastion of love here on part of the intermission, <laughs> you can tell. Well, that's the thing, though. That's, that just You're an example of what I was just saying, though, is that this is the backlash that she's getting now yes. because of the stuff she's done. And she yes. can have her opinion, but you gotta have, yep. you have to understand that your opinion is also could also cause this type of backlash. Yep. You know? So don't cry a river when you're out there, yep. you know, Making yep. everybody else cry theirs and then expect, you know. Well, it's fun. I love, I, I, what I love is how I found that story on Fox News, but not on CNN. Oh. So, so maybe, maybe she is hard to the right. Maybe I was wrong about her political leanings. Maybe she is hard to the oh, right. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't even don't know. know what her political, I just remember she came, she came and she was very outspoken on things. I don't even remember what it was about. I mean, that's how much attention I gave it. You know what I mean? Well, but, she, she was very, 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 very outspoken about Donald Trump when he was president. Oh, okay. Um, she's been very outspoken in the past about certain political uh, action committees certain type of social organizations like PETA and stuff like that. So, I just remember, yeah, like, um, like she said that? Really? I mean, is right? this really? This yeah. is coming from who's the boss? Right, exactly. Angela! <laughs> no way! Come what on! What does Tony Danza think about it? That's what I really want to know. I'll tell you what, he's not vacuuming the what living room with an apron, ask, that's for sure. <laughs> why doesn't she ask Tony Danza and Judith Light? Uh, well, give me a break, Eric! <laughs> uh, yeah, for some money for this team. That's yeah, what right. I want to see. Yeah, I right. want to see them pitch. I don't see their names on the GoFundMe list here. Are right. they pitching in? Yeah, I don't think you're going to see them on there anytime soon, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we also we want to switch it here. We also want to talk let's a little bit. Gears, yeah, yeah, let's switch gears a little bit. We want to talk a yeah. little bit about uh, Roadhouse. We just want to finish out. Yeah. Um, we did do a trailer reaction. You guys can check that out. Uh, it's posted. It's posted on our YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Yes, we do. Um, where we're starting to put stuff up there, yep. so you can check out the trailer reaction there. And I'll post a link on Facebook as soon as I can. No video yet on the trailer rea- on the on the YouTube, but uh, you yeah. can hear the audio there. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, there is one thing that you want to talk about, and we said we would. We'd get to on our next show, yeah. which was uh, Roadhouse. Yeah. It's a new movie coming out now. March is it first? March twenty first. Twenty first. Okay, and it was stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has Conor McGregor in it. Uh, it's it's a it's a redo of rehashing of the original Roadhouse from 1986's yeah. uh, film with uh, Patrick Swayze, Kelly LeBrock, Ben Gazzara. Uh, who played the bad guy now? What was his name? Something Marshall. Uh, something Marshall. What was that guy's name? 
Uh, Thurgood Marshall? No, not Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> anyway, um, and and it's funny that now that 1986 film uh, actually has a lot from our area. Uh, they did a lot of filming here in the valley, didn't in they? In the valley, Central Valley, uh, for that film, they actually. Uh, what was it? The uh, I think it says the opening scene. They did a lot of that in what uh, Reedley called Reedley, in California. Reedley. Yeah, in Reedley. That's um, right. they also had uh the uh, rich guy's house. Uh, Wes Bentley, right? Was that his name? Was yeah. Wes Bentley. Yeah. Yeah. Was he the rich bad guy? That uh, that was actually a house that's in Sanger. Okay. Uh, California out there, right off they use the King's River. Remember oh, when when it's like right. the, the right. he would he was like living in this barn mm-hmm. and then across the way you could see the rich guys and they were having yep. a party and all that stuff and there's a river right there. That's the King's River. Yep. So yeah, right here uh, locally. So it has a lot of valley ties. Um anyway, this movie, getting back to the uh, the remake here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed by uh Doug Lyman. Doug Lyman, which I'm ashamed he's not using his middle name as a first. Uh, you know what his middle name is? No, I do not. Eric. No kidding. Yeah, Doug Eric Lyman. Doug Eric Lyman. I think Eric okay. sounds a lot cooler, Doug, than Doug. So that maybe sounds, think of changing your name to Eric yeah. Lyman. That sounds like a good Broadway stage name. Eric Lyman? Doug Eric Lyman. Doug Eric Lyman? Oh, yeah. okay. I, no, just Eric Lyman. Eric Lyman. Get rid okay, of the Doug. I don't like the Doug. Well, then, okay, well, then stick with Eric Lyman then. Okay, sorry I said anything. Anyway, uh, a fellow Eric, even though it's your middle name. Yeah. Um, well, here's the deal. He actually kind of protested uh, to... Um, Amazon, Amazon, yeah. because they were going to put this movie. They're putting this movie out, which is yeah. the which is what you were talking about yeah. that we were going to get into. They put this movie out on. They're going to put this movie out on Prime. Yeah, and he protested, protested, and said, "Hey, this movie should have a theatrical release." Mm-hmm. Now, let's see if I can pull up the story here. Yeah, um, he was even talking about um, if he if they would sell the movie or somehow come mm-hmm. to turn or a deal terms come yeah. to a deal with another studio for another studio to distribute it. Hmm. Okay. And put it out, and they said no. Hmm. Why, Jason? Do you mm-hmm. think? Um, oh, by the way, let's just say this yeah. real quick. Uh, yeah. Doug Eric Lyman, mm-hmm. by the way, is uh, he did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Born he did the Born Identity. Um, what were some other projects? He here? also did a movie in the mid to late nineties called Go that starred. Oh uh, yeah, remember that one? It was a. It was kind of like a, a kind of like a almost like Pulp Fiction in that it was a movie that took place during different time periods around the central point of the plot of the movie. But it starred uh, Tay Diggs. It starred mm. um, Sarah Polly. Uh, an, a British actor named Desmond uh, Clark, I think, if that was his name. It was kind of a kind of a slapstick comedy slash action type movie. It's all right. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, it's probably about a five or a six. Yeah. But it also had Scott Wolf in it too. That's what I remember. Scott Wolf and Jay Moore played these the, these two uh, these two gay guys who were uh, hitmen, or they were um, they were being used in some kind of a, a murder plot or something. If I remember right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, well, obviously he's good. I think the movie itself. I mean, he's obviously good. Like the Born Identity. Right. That's uh, a good Mr. One. Good action movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Decent action movies. Okay. Yeah. So here it is. It says, uh, so I'll read this real quick. And this is from the Hollywood Reporter. It says Lyman signed. Uh, on to make Roadhouse with MGM in yeah. 2021. Okay? okay, so here's the problem. Yeah. Prior to Amazon buying the studio, so mm-hmm. at this point it was MGM, not Amazon. Yeah. After its purchase of MGM, Amazon touted its intention to invest $1 billion in theatrical movies. Mm-hmm. And he says, quote, I can tell you what they did to me and my film Roadhouse, which is the opposite of what they promised when they took over MGM wrote. So I, apparently he's saying that they were going to release it theatric- theatrically. 
So according right? to Lyman, they reneged on their agreement then. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but okay. I'm opposed to Amazon uh, gutting MGM and its uh, theatrical business. So basically, which I don't understand this, Amazon has released movies in, in the theaters. Yes. Why would they not release this one? And this one, I mean, with the, with the we kind of lightly touched on it with the star power yeah. they have and yeah. the, and the name recognition. I mean, there are a lot of people that know Roadhouse. That's yeah. kind of a cult movie. Yeah, there's a lot of people that love that movie. Yeah. Why would they not release, you know, a redo of it? On the big screen, I do not. To me, this makes no sense. Now, I'm sure it comes down somewhere to mm-hmm. dollars and cents behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm sure it does. But too. still, <clears throat> why not? What um, do you think? Okay, my my thought on why they might not have decided to release it in the theaters is this: um, maybe they were looking in the crystal ball a little bit because when this movie was in production, that was during the height of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Okay, so maybe from their standpoint, at the time when it was being filmed during the height of the pandemic, and theaters were still shut down for the most part. They saw, they saw that the you know people weren't being allowed back into theaters. The 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 theater industry was taking a big hit. Maybe they just felt like it wasn't going to be a film that would be able to resuscitate uh, the film industry in the theaters. Maybe they thought at the time that okay, well we don't know how long this is this is going to happen. We don't know how long theaters are going to be shut down, and even when theaters open, we don't know if people are going to go back to the theaters. So maybe mm. they did it out of a sense of. Um, maybe they did it out of a sense of propriety. Maybe they did it out of a sense of fear. I don't know. My only other thought could be that they didn't, that they decided not to release this in the theaters because they have seen just the number of superhero action films that have come out recently, regardless of how well they've done at the box office. And those have really taken over the, the mantra of the big action films that everybody wants to see. And maybe they viewed this movie as kind of being a um, one of those films that people just wouldn't go see in the theater. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just surmising. I'm just making my well, own guesses and my own opinions. Here's something else. Now, here's another thing that Lyman said. Here's another quote. And maybe this kind of answers that question, too, along okay. with what you said here. It says, Amazon okay. asked me and the film community to trust them and their public statements about supporting cinemas. Mm-hmm. So apparently this was that they did say that they were going to go ahead and release it, right, okay. even though they bought MGM, blah, yeah, blah, sure, blah. sure, sure. And then they turn around mm-hmm. and are using Roadhouse to sell plumbing fixtures. <laughs> now, apparently, I would assume this means because they're selling ads on Prime. Right. So maybe exactly. they're actually thinking they can make more money by releasing it on Prime okay. and then the ad revenue from that instead of, you know, because they can say, hey, it's Roadhouse. It's a big, you know, theatrical release sure. here on Prime. You know, they're going to maybe triple, quadruple the ad, uh, okay. the, the ad buys there. So maybe that's the reason. Maybe they they figured out they ran the numbers and they figured we can sell plumbing fixtures mm-hmm. and toothpaste yeah. and make more money that way with the ads than we would in a theater. That's a believable theory because you don't make money off advertising in theaters. Yeah, and I mean vice versa. The advertising companies don't make anything from advertising in theaters either. So that's a plausible, believable theory. I guess my only question on that theory is when did they decide? If that is the decision. 
when did they decide to make that decision? And was it made before they told Lyman, hey, we're going to put it on the big screen? Or was it made in the middle of production or after the movie was finished? Well, you know how it goes in, in Hollywood. I mean, in the sense of, you know, there's a lot of promises made and a lot of promises broken. So right. keep your friends close. Keep your what? Keep your enemies close. Keep your friends closer. Is that the old saying? No, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Enemies closer. That's right. Yeah. Thank you want your clo- enemies closer, closer okay. to those enemies than the friends. I always mess that up. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Gosh darn it. That's okay. And it's a good thing. So that tells you we're not that close. So you're, you're a good friend. Uh, well, then good. I, the farther I, you are, the better friend you are. <laughs> I don't know. And I no, think no, of I'm you in the same you. manner. We we do live on the other side of town, for crying yeah, out loud. So there, there you, you go. go. No, I'm teasing you, man. No, but but I do think there's a lot of truth to this. And and yeah. I and I and so I I think that's probably what's going on. And what that what that tells me though, and it kind of scares me for the future yes. of what's going to happen because these these streamers are becoming more and more prevalent in this space, mm-hmm. and they're and they're the ones. I don't know how they're getting their money. And I know how Amazon is, but I mean a lot of these streams, like even Netflix. I mean. They have a lot of subscribers, but it's like, where are they getting all this money to do these film projects? Funny you mention that because Netflix and Apple TV and Hulu are now implementing ad-based programming in their basic subscription packages. So you asked where are they getting their money? They have now figured out, hey, we need to start including advertising in our budget. And that's why these these streaming services are now going to ad-based uh, basic packages in their platforms. Yeah, but still, some some of these budgets, like on the Rings of Power, I mean, you hear about yeah. the the amount of money they spent oh, yeah. on these productions, and it's yeah. astronomical. And it is. I'm like, can they yeah. sell that much ad time? You know, ad space to make that up? I don't know. That, that, but uh, good question. But know. my point uh, 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 was going to be on that though is that it kind of scares me for what is the future mm. for yeah. for cinema because me if, too, me too. If if they if they decide to just throw these things on their platforms and not stick them in a theatrical and and they're the bigger and bigger production studios in this yeah. space, yeah. then I guess cinemas are screwed. I mean, what are they going to do? Nothing. They're going to be forced to shut their doors. They're going to be forced to lay off employees. And unfortunately, just like every other great brick and mortar institution in this country, uh, they're going to go by the wayside. And then we're, our future society is going to look 20, 30 years down the road at pictures of theaters that that were from this era, and they're going to say, Grandma, Grandpa, Grandpa Jason, is this what a movie theater was like? Yes, it was <laughs> like that back in the day. We well, used to see movies in theaters. It's, it's kind of like how people, know? that's kind of like how, how our kids are like, what are drive-ins? That, that's exactly what. Remember? I yeah. mean, drive-ins were, I mean, when I was yeah. a kid, drive-ins were huge, you know? Yeah. And it, it was really comparable to yeah. a movie theater. I mean, there were many people went to the drive-in as they did to the theater. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then it slowly and slowly, the theater got better and, and bigger. The conditions were better to go see a movie and then yeah, yeah the, the drive-in is kind of dried up so it, it's probably going to end up becoming a novelty yeah. just like the drive-in is now you know like there's a few drive-ins and they're kind of a novelty unfortunately it's a sign of the times yeah it is just the era that we live in this era of technology and get it to you quick uh entertainment it's just a sign of the times so i, I agree with you eric i think right now we're on the precipice of theater entertainment um going the way of the dodo here in yeah, the next 15, it's, 20 years. That's sad. That yeah. is really sad. I, really I you know, is. the thing is, and then of course, you know, once it's gone, you're going to want it so bad. I mean, the people that experienced yeah. it, and then there'll be a gener, yeah. and then a- after, you know, the next generation that yeah. never had it, though, it, to them it won't be anything. But and see, that's a shame because certain movies deserve to be viewed on the big screen. Movies like Indiana Jones, movies like Star Wars, movies like Star Trek, movies like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger action films, Sylvester Stallone action films. That's what made them uh, larger than life. That's what made them larger than life. That's what made them believable. That's what made them so fun. You know, and it's not that television can't be fun. I mean, with all the big screen HD TVs, 4K Ultra HD TVs we have nowadays, 
picture quality on those, sound quality on those are better than they've ever been on any TVs, but still, it can't replicate going into an actual theater, sitting down, and seeing that massive 200-foot wide by 300-foot deep screen and hearing the digital surround sound. I mean, it's just, you're right, Eric. It's just that experience of seeing a film on the big screen that deserves to be on there. Well, and, and it's an experience that pulls you in yes. um, completely. And and yeah, yeah. We, we do have, you know, people do bring in their phones, right? I mean, we, we, we yeah. have the choice of looking at our phone and being distracted. But ultimately, yeah. most of those people in there will sit there, put their phone away, and they will be immersed. We're all immersed in that one experience of watching that movie. They will. Um, whereas at home, there's a lot of distractions. I mean, I don't care how you know how much you try, you know, or you're, oh, I got to pause because I got to do this. I got to go over here. I got to, you know, I'll I'll catch the movie later. There's too many distractions. It's not the same experience at all. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of sad. I wish they would have going back to this original story. I wish they would have released Roadhouse. I mean, I think it's the kind of movie. I know you kind of originally you gave it a C. You said yeah. you would see it. Yeah. I gave it. I, I gave the trailer. We're talking about the trailer reaction here. I gave it a B. And uh, I'm kind of excited to see. It. I do want to see what they're going to do with with this uh, new story. But it is very unfortunate that they're not going to let the theaters have it. I would have went and saw this movie in the theater uh, to experience it. I think this movie needs that. Yeah. Um, it kind of diminishes this movie. And I wonder if the stars are kind of pissed about this too. Um, I mean, they get their they get paid out, but still, you know, it's kind of like you want you want the the fans of yeah. of these characters to experience them in the best way possible. Yeah, exactly. and it's really a shame that they can't go into the theater. Yeah, they might maybe if this movie does good enough on streaming, maybe they'll re-release it in the theater. And but I hope if, they do. That'd be great. But unfortunately, by that point, yeah. you'll probably lose half your audience because the people that wouldn't went to the theater, they already saw it on streaming. I, yeah, you know. exactly. So why are they if they already saw it on streaming? Why are they going to go back to the theater? Yeah. So it? that's gotcha. a shame. I don't. Don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that's Who too knows. bad. But but we'll still be looking forward to it. Yep, we will. We got one last story here we want to get to. Uh, yeah. We're running. We're going to run it a little bit over tonight. But um, that's all right. What's a story here you yeah. had? Another one from the Hollywood Reporter here. Yeah. yeah, they've had some good stuff recently here on their uh, website. So this story reached out and grabbed me earlier this week because it's a story about how George Carlin's estate apparently is suing the creators of an AI generated comedy special mm. over the star's likeness. Uh, so apparently this uh, the lawsuit was filed here in uh, California and apparently this surrounds um, uh, apparently AI generated uh, use of George Carlin's entire body of work consisting of five decades of comedy routines that trained an AI chatbot which wrote the episode's script. It also takes issue with using his voice and likeness for promotional purposes. Mm. Now, <clears throat> Carlin's family, his heirs, his estate were the ones who um, were the ones who filed this lawsuit. And Eric, if you can scroll all the way back up to the subtitle under the lead, please, that would be appreciated because I want to read this quote. This is what reached out and grabbed me here about this okay. after I read the article. Quote, we have to draw a line in the sand, says daughter Kelly Carlin who sued the creators of an hour-long special titled George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. Eric, that reached out and grabbed me so much mm. because after I read the article, I came away thinking to myself, after some of the discussions we've had on this show about the future of AI and how it's so controversial in everyday life and everything that we're doing, this is something else I think that could potentially doom the industry as well. 
And you remember when we when we um, discussed on our last show about Ian McShane coming out and speaking up against uh, studios using popular franchises as just overhyped cash cows to keep yeah, the money yeah. flowing in. <clears throat> this is similar to that in that AI is now heading this way. Hollywood has now caught on to what AI can do for its product. Mm. And I am. this story is an example of what I think could potentially doom Hollywood if they don't rein it in and if they aren't told by other high-ranking people in the industry to rein it in. And I don't blame Kelly Carlin at all one bit for being ticked off about this because if I was in her position, I would not want anybody using my father's name, image, or likeness in an AI-generated comedy show at all. Yeah, and To me, that does a disservice to the memory of George Carlin, one of the great stand-up comedians of all time. But Eric, this just shows, again, it highlights the inherent dangers of AI when it's not reined in and when it's not used for the right purposes. This was done in, for uh, the intention of making money, is what it was done for. And um, it just to me, it just seems like we are now on this path in Hollywood here where AI is now, we already know it's being debated hotly. It was debated a lot in the recent writer strike that was avoided. But during the writer strike, one of the contentious issues between the writers and the studios were, were or was AI. What are we going to do about it? How are you going to compensate actors who are artificially created? How are you going to compensate actors who aren't used because of AI characters? So, Eric, and it also, the article goes on here to say it continues, uh, the suit does anticipate a potential First Amendment defense. It says that the special, quote, has no comedic or creative value absent its self-proclaimed connection with George Carlin, end quote, and does not, for example, quote, satirize him as a performer or offer an independent critique of society, end quote. Mm. So there in inherent there is another issue with this, okay? If you create something that's AI-generated, who is to say that that is considered creative art? If you were to create... Um, uh, if you were to go to a concert and you saw an AI-generated performance of a Tupac Shakur concert, an AI character of Tupac Shakur singing to the original Tupac's music, okay. is that the same thing as actually seeing the real Tupac? And can you actually say that that AI version of Tupac should be viewed and treated financially the same way as the real Tupac who performed in real life? No. That's what essentially what she's saying here in this article. And I agree with her 110%, Eric. I don't know. I've, I've, I've rambled on for five minutes about this. Give no, me your no, take. No, no, I'm just listening man. to you. You had a lot of good points. I, Give me your take. No, I, you know, I, I do agree with you. I think this is this is a big problem. And I think with, with the writers, they really screwed up here um, during the writer strike <laughs> right. because because they oh, asked boy. for so much, too much, yes. that the and, and because they were gone for so long that the studios are like, Go ahead and do it because we're just going to yeah. AI it. And guess what? You guys are out of luck anyway. Getting sloppy and lazy there. Ask for whatever you want because we're not going to hire you. I mean, you know, and we're going to have and, AI do it. Yeah. An AI character is not going to demand you give me 40% of the house receipts and then an additional 30% of the distribution rights. Yeah. And at the same time, too, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of controversy with AI using, you know, what people are calling fair use. You know, right, if you have right. stuff out there and then they, they keep throwing all this <laughs> yeah. fair use stuff into these AI yes. chatbots and then it spits out something. So if it creates yes. something out of all of this content, yes. you know, that is a question. You know, yes. I mean, it, obviously, how does how can you separate the mm -hmm. two? 
You know, like in this instance, George Carlin from all the content <clears throat> that this chatbot has created, even yes. though there's two separate entities. But I, yes, so oh man, it's just it's a huge mess. I mean, it I is. I don't know what's going to happen. I think you're right. I think if if Hollywood does go this way, I mean, it's definitely the content is just going to be crap. It's going to because as we see right now, and I don't I don't think AI can ever ever hit that pinnacle of creativeness that the human mind can. It can't hit and, that. And maybe yeah. someday, and maybe I'll be eating my words someday, and I think it's getting better and better, but I think there's going to be a point. It can only do, it can only create out of what is put in there. Right. And you could say the same for humans, right? But we, we But we have a different way of connecting things, connecting the world, we connecting do. thoughts that I don't think uh, AI can do, at least not for a long time. I mean, I'm not a... George Carlin had the ability to insult a lot of people because of his political takes and his comedy shows, but Eric, he had the ability to reach out and grab our human emotions. He made us laugh because he said things that were so taboo, and he made fun of things that were so taboo. That's what made us laugh about them. Mm. And the AI version would not be able to reach out and grab your human emotions the same way. It's just... You need that flesh and blood person there to experience it in its entirety, to appreciate the uh, to appreciate the creativity and the genius of someone like a George Carlin. And an AI character, when you see it, I'm sorry, I just can't take it serious. Yeah. I can't take it serious. And even though I might laugh at some of the jokes that an AI character is cre- is designed to replicate, it's just not the same. The movements on stage that George Carlin used, from the hand movements to the pacing back and forth on the stage, well, the way it, he over-exaggerated some of his stuff, that's you, what and, made him funny, too. And in this particular case, I mean, with a comedian, you know, they take yeah. months to hone a show. This isn't like they just write a bunch of jokes and then they do a special. I exactly. Mean, any of these comedians that you see out there, uh, you know, Carlin, yeah. um, oh, what's the other guy? Um, oh, my gosh, why are their names escaping me? All the well, Netflix guys. I mean, you know, Chris Rock, you have... Blue, uh, the blue collar comedy guys like Bill Engvall. No, uh, recently, what's his name? They just did a special. Dane Cook. No, no, no. <laughs> Dane, <laughs> Dane Cook. I don't know. From what I hear, sounds like uh, you know he he doesn't come up of, with anything. Are, but, you, are you thinking about uh, the ventriloquist there, Jeff Dunham? No, no, oh my God, Jeff. Why, no, who, who, are the, who are the popular guys? Ricky Gervais. You got uh, what was the other guy that just did a comedy? Dave Chappelle. Oh Dave my gosh, I can't remember. I can't believe okay. I forgot his name for a second. Anyway, yeah. those guys though they hone their show. They really do. They hone their show for yeah. months. And, you know, they throw out these, and, and but AI can't do that. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. AI cannot take no. a reaction and no. then interpret that and yeah. tweak tweak an act to where it's fine-tuned like that. They can right. only, what, what the input is, you know, is is all the data you put in. It, yeah. It's not the same as being able to go out there, do a set, yeah. get a feel, yeah. what joke worked, what didn't, tweak right. it here, tweak a word there. So yeah, so it's kind of interesting. They also go on to say too in this article that mm-hmm. it says the complaint that the AI generated work uh, may. This is an interesting point. May deter younger audiences who there are unfamiliar go. with the comedian and may not have liked the special from engaging with his uh, real body of work. Mm-hmm. It says that the installment misrepresents Carlin's art yeah. and takes uh, the introduction of Carlin's work away from where it is where it properly lies so that is very interesting i mean you know you that is true you know especially for for established yes even if they're not with us anymore established uh artists uh comedians artists whoever else yeah if you take if you take what they've done and you put an ai version of it out there then yeah you may you know you may deter people like well i don't they weren't that good so you're you know you're tying that person it's kind of like the same as when you go see Mm -hmm. an actor and he plays a character so well 
yeah. and you only think of him as that character and he's not an actor, right? right? He's not really like this in real life. Well, you it's know kind what, of the same thing. You know what it sounds like to me? As someone who is educated as a journalist, okay. this sounds to me like the Hollywood version of plagiarism. Mm. That's what it sounds like. True, this sounds yeah. to me like the Hollywood version of plagiarism because you're taking a character that you created and you're putting it to the exact content that was originally created by you know, someone like a George Carlin. Sounds to me like a Hollywood version of plagiarism because hmm. you don't have the real George Carlin out there. You have a fake George Carlin. Well, I think their argument using- would be on the plagiarism side here. I think what yeah. what their argument was was that basically, yeah, they put in all those hours of content, but yeah. the chatbot came up with the original only based on you know the style and the you know on, on the content itself. But still, that's splitting hairs, though. It came out with a you know original content, as it were. But still, yeah. But that, but still, this article, though, again, uh, brings up though a very scary and a very good point about the the road that we're on with AI, how it's dominating our lives, and how if it goes uh, unregulated, unregulated, that it it could potentially destroy Hollywood. I'm not I'm not portending doom here. What I'm just simply saying is that. With celebrities or with family and situations like these, when you have uh, people in the public spotlight who are now realize what AI is starting to be used for, they're going to start speaking up a lot more about it. And I, to be quite frank, I'm to be quite frankly and honest here, uh, to be frank and earnest in Fresno, I'm Frank, and in Los Angeles, I'm Earnest. Um, <laughs> is be, that going to be your new podcast name? That's going to be my new podcast I'm, name. I'm, yeah. I don't know if I'm podcasting tonight with Frank or Earnest, yeah. but in Fresno, I'm Frank, and LA, I'm Earnest. Okay. To be frank and earnest with you, I'm surprised that, that we haven't seen more of this. Mm. You know, I'm now. Um, well, I think we will. We will eventually. But I'm, the reason I say that is because I remember a few years back there was a lot of uh, commotion caused when. Um, some music production company created a theater-generated image of Tupac Shakur oh, I remember in one that, of his yeah, concerts. Yeah. They also did the same thing, I think, with Notorious B.I.G. or something. But the point is, is that that was kind of a precursor to AI, what AI is becoming now. I'm surprised that Hollywood hasn't tried to do this more often with not just you know comedians, but with uh, you know with you know digitally enhancing actors and other projects living or dead you know well it'd be interesting like if you take all the all the songs of prince yeah and you and you loaded all that content you know all those hours into a into a program like this and then and then said okay spit out an original song in the style of prince what you would get Ah, uh, yes. Because that's essentially what they did with George Carlin. That's, that's exactly that's, what they that's, did. That's, that's, that's essentially what they did here. Yeah. Um, here's the other thing I was going to say, too, um, yeah. to kind of wrap it up, is I think, um, you know, un- unfortunately, what's going to happen is it's going to be it's going to be a slippery slope because the, it, they, they will find a way <clears throat> to use the AI. And as they're using the AI, AI mm-hmm. the value of the content is going to decrease. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately the more and more and with generations also. I mean, you know, like you know like my my daughter and then her her kids, the more and more they're exposed to this bad content, yeah. the more they get used to it. And to yeah. them that's all they know. So my fear is that just, you know, if they do it long enough, they're just going to dilute this content to where you're just going to have junk coming out it's going to be yeah. like the teletubbies 24 7 oh lord and you know Jeez. i mean but people will think it'll be they'll be the winning the academy awards because people right. will think that'll be great acting right. great writing great right. this great that and and uh and at, the, and at the same time i will slip in here also too 
well, a lot of these, I wonder if a lot of these contracts with actors also are going to include a new, you know, little uh, stipend in there or uh, a stipend, st- not, not a stipend, but a, a little, a little uh, a clause in there saying that they can use their likeness as oh, the studio gotcha. sees fit. So Extra that, in other verbiage. Words, so in other words, yeah. So in other words, they can go ahead and, and uh, you know, go ahead and use their likeness. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, which I think is going to be coming too. And they can just feed yeah. that in the AI and yeah. then, you know, they don't even need the actor anymore. But right. Um, anyway, I don't know, man. I, it is, you're right. It's a scary, this is a scary situation. I, I oh man, I don't know. It is, it is. Yeah, it's, it's scary, and uh, it's also going to be interesting to kind of follow through with all of this to see how widespread this becomes, because it's not going to stop at George Carlin. Like I said, it's, it's the, somewhere else along the line, this is going to happen to some, somebody as, as else. Much as, they, as much as they can dumb down the content, though, yeah. I still think people innately will will know that, even if, even if they don't, yeah. even if they haven't grown with it, they will know it, yeah. and then... That like I go I always go back to this man. I think independent creators, this may be a time where they really start to shine. Yeah, because yeah. It, you know as the studios move more toward this mm-hmm. and they move away from it, yeah. that's really going to create a huge gap and maybe more of a uh, demand for them no for doubt. that content. And just one last thought. And because according to this story, if this story is true, where the creators of this show uh, obtained the likeness of George Carlin and his content without his family's permission who are his uh who are the uh proprietors of his estate yeah there again lies another big problem and why that needs to be regulated because if the studios if if Hollywood or the entertainment industry as a whole continues to do this and you and you want to try and reproduce something but that entertainers family members are are the uh are the the proprietors of that entity and you're not asking them for permission to do that that's those are civil uh, those are civil violations there of criminal laws and you're in violation potentially of the law there by not seeking their permission if you need to seek their but permission But that's how they're trying that to get that's how they're getting around it is they're trying to at least yes, and I th- and I think they're using a lot of these as test cases to be honest with you to see what they okay. can get away with but it's that fair use thing fair use you know yeah. it's like well we have the chatbot it just yeah. picked up this stuff on the internet we don't know and if it's it was in, in the style of yeah. this person if it not, was yeah if it was in the public domain no problem Public yeah. domain, free game for all. But that's but it. You're, you're not. Right. But you're. But yeah. So they're that. That's where they're going to have to make that ruling. Yeah. Is that what is copyrighted? What's considered fair use, and what yep. is copyrighted? Yep. And if they and if they really tighten down on that too, that's going to be for other <clears throat> yeah. creators that basically use clips and stuff of shows, news, yeah. news organizations that do that could create a lot of problems for them as well. Well, you even have to be careful what you post on YouTube because yeah. if you post something on YouTube that has a trademark logo, a logo a on song, it, a song, anything that's copyrighted. In they, they, anything they deemed is copyrighted. Yep, you though. you could be in violation of fair use. Yeah. So yeah, even we have to be careful about what we post on social media too, because we could face the same consequences. Yeah, very true. Well, that's it's it's a tough situation, man. I don't know. Oh, that's our be- cue coming up next week. Or the AI versions of Jason and Eric <laughs> will be with you on part of the intermission. Not it'll well, be like sorry. beep boop. Welcome to. Yep. Sorry, dear part Lord. Of the intermission. I have a bad feeling about this. R two. <laughs> <laughs> it won't actually be us. It'll be it'll be characters that have seen thousands of hours. Do we have thousands of hours out there no Almost, five quite. hours of our five hours, at least five that's all that's all it needs five hours and it's got us down pat right. no, i'm teasing hey you guys thank you for listening always check us out on our social yep. media uh if if you can review the show please do that uh, it yep. helps us out in the algorithm facebook at pardon the intermission on x at pti underscore podcast thanks right. everyone god bless and peace out take care see you in the next one hey thank you so much for listening 
Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.